I'm Haley. And I'm Amanda. And, and we're Haley and Amanda. And you're listening to the Haley and Amanda podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's our first episode of the month of December. I cannot believe it's December. And so, you know, it's crema time. It's totally. We're in the mood. We're in the season. We've made the switch. Thanksgiving's behind us. We've got all our Christmas decor out. And today... Boy, did we not only get in the Christmas spirit, but did we give? We gave. I said Crispus. (laughs) It's crema. No. Crispus. Crispus. The Crispus spirit. Spirit in the air. I'm looking at Amanda right now, and she's wearing a Christmas elf sweater that lights up. And I'm looking at Haley, who's wearing her Christmas tree sweater that has tinsel all over it and (laughs) ornaments hanging off of it. Because today we had the idea of spreading some Christmas cheer by... Well, we spent the whole morning making homemade baked goods, mostly cookies, which was fun. So fun. And you think that like, oh, we need to make... How many cookies do you think we made? We made like 26 of each type of cookie. So yeah, like getting close to like 80 cookies and... That sounds overwhelming, and it wasn't. No, it was very fun. And then, not only that, after we we made the cookies, we had purchased these really cute little cookie boxes that you fold up, and they have Christmas cutouts <laughs> oh, on them. So cute. And then these glass milk uh, jars. Yeah. And we poured so we poured milk in them, and we put the cookies in the cutie little <gasps> cookie boxes, and then we went. And delivered them to our friends and family. And that... Oh, man, y'all. Made the best day We made ever. a cookie route. And <laughs> Santa had us working overtime. I tell you what. And boy, we were <laughs> all over the Metroplex. We're, but it was fun. We were in for the ride. We're going to post some videos of our day. And you probably want to see them. Because we had we a nice goofy. little song that we sang <laughs> when we delivered the cookies. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we had a really fun time, but we kept talking about how not only was, okay, making the cookies and then delivering the cookies very fun to us and also bringing joy to the people that we were delivering them to, but it wasn't a big thing. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like some big, huge gesture. It was like we made cookies and put them in a box and some milk in a jar, but it's, I think it was meaningful to people and it was fun for us because we were putting love into it whenever we made it. And it was just, well, and you made a comment while we were driving that you're like, you know, it's, it's, it's weirdly extra special right now because we've done this before, but Mm -hmm. it's extra special right now because everyone's at home yeah, and you don't go to people's houses anymore, really. Which we didn't go into people's houses. We went to the front step. We did like porch drop-offs. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, like we're seeing these people in person, but, you know, safely distant, but just making the effort to make the drive and see the people you care about like that in and of itself was like 30 30 seconds of pure joy. Yeah. For us, as much as I hope it was for our friends and family. So, yeah, doing small things like that isn't hard, but it really puts you... I think in a good, in a good joyful mood, and it brings that joy 
to people in such a simple way. I know. It's so pure. I love it. I really loved it, too. It was a great day, and it really got me excited for recording right now and for what all the season's going to bring. I know uh, Amanda and I decided, which was a hard decision, that we aren't going to give each other presents this year. Yep, this is this will be the first year in our friendship we won't do that. Yeah, and it's going to be hard, but also... We decided to give the gift of experiences through the holiday season. Right, so like even today, even though like, you know, we weren't giving each other anything, like today was kind of a part of us celebrating Christmas yeah. we like together. Spent, we spent our money on this. Yeah. And it was perfect spend. Well, well are you ready to do our pledge? I am. Okay, Pledge your allegiance to me. I would love to. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America. And rarely in public is where we stand. One friendship under God. Indivisible. Live purdy. And just us for all. And today it is just us. Since we have the holidays coming up, we thought it would be really fun important, useful for our community to come together from this podcast and try to put our money towards something important and donate to an organization. And Haley and I kind of talked about it that we wanted to do a fundraiser for the month of December on our podcast. And then at the end of the month before January 1st, we would donate um, all the money that's given to an organization that we have selected, which is Feeding America. Yeah, and we, Amanda and I have been kind of volunteering and stuff at um, kitchens and stuff like that for years, and we really, this is something that we really care about, and so we decided that this would be a good way to do what we can, and hopefully with some help from all of you. And Feeding America is a nonprofit organization, and it's a really, really great well-accredited organization that that really gets food to the people that need it. So they, right. they say that one in nine people struggle with hunger in the United States and that we actually have so much food waste. It's insane. Yeah, like it's no a, one should go hungry. No. Um, and so they really try to make an effort with food banks and, and farmers and shelters and things like that to really try to feed people who are needing it the most and I know this year has hit so many people extraordinarily hard and so we wanted to do something to give to that organization so what we're going to do is we are going to do a fundraiser and how we're how we're going to do it is it's might be a little unconventional but we're going to do it through Venmo um I actually saw this girl on TikTok. I remember you telling me this and it's awesome I loved the idea that's why I kind of thought about doing it this way but uh, it, it, it's like my favorite account to follow on TikTok. She's in Nashville and her husband's, you know, a beginning country music star or not star, but like beginning country music songwriter. And they, what she does is she puts her Venmo on TikTok and she has people give and she opens up the window for like the week and however much people give, she goes to a restaurant that they request, the, the, the followers request, and whoever her waiter or waitress is at the, um, at the place that they, the users have picked, she has the cash of the money that was sent to her in Venmo, and she gives the whole amount as the tip. 
because mm. because wait staff like service industry people have struggled so much That's during right. the the pandemic so it was it's her way of like blessing them with a very large tip and sometimes God. it's it's thousands of dollars that makes me want to do this like every month for something different honestly i literally tear up every time i watch because she filmed her husband films when they're at the restaurant giving the tip like because she explained she said hey uh, my this isn't from me this right. is from my followers oh. on tiktok and this is a tip for you and it'll be like thousand and they always like break down because they need it and i just ugh. well and it's it's so awesome because it's like i'm sure everybody they can't give a lot obviously like especially right now like even if you're giving 10 or 15 20 bucks up. yeah and so it's just such an impactful way for us to all kind of give what we can but still make a great impact right so this is kind of our version of that we are we are going to donate to feeding america and we would love for you guys to give. So we're going to do it through Venmo. And which, we're going to post it on our stories. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah. And we're going to, I'm going to tell you my, my Venmo right now. Okay, cool. The Venmo cool, cool. account. And then people can give to it. And we're also going to be posting it on our social media. And then I'm going to share, we're going to share the exact amount that was received. Right. So that you guys can see it on my Venmo. I'm going to screenshot it. And then we will donate that money to Feed America at the at like right at Christmas time. Oh, I can't wait. I'm very excited about it. And if this goes well, I, something I would want to keep doing. Yeah, why not? Like, why can't we do it for a local restaurant or for musicians or artists or all the other things that we care about? Yes, I totally agree. So the Venmo account is at Amanda Dash Page P A G E Dash Three. So it's cool. at Amanda Dash Page Dash Three. And guys, like we were saying, if it's five dollars one dollar yeah ten dollars whatever you want we are going to hopefully get um a decent amount from our from our community here at our podcast and we can donate something kind of impactful to the feeding america group all do it together which is which special i think is something that we all are kind of missing this holiday season is making an impact together and so this is you know a way we can do something together even though we're all kind of separate exactly so Uh, What we're talking about today is very cool and exciting. Is it? Yes, because I mentioned this a couple episodes ago that our very own Haley Ryan Yale was asked to give a TED Talk, which was like not crazy, but just exciting, right? It was such a big deal actually to me. And she just got the video back. They finally edited the videos and they're on YouTube now. And and we're going to be sharing it on our social media. But we decided it would be fun to talk about the topic she did her TED Talk over. And then hopefully you'll go watch the TED Talk and, um, and, and kind of be a part of that conversation. But tell us the title of the talk. The title of the talk is The Ones That Stuck. Okay, so and the underscore or whatever you want to call it, slogan, I don't know, is um, beauty and memory through visual art. Okay, so you there was a theme for the actual TED Talk, which was called... Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction, and they were just, they said, hey, Haley, this is the, the theme, yep. and we'd love for you to put together a talk. So what does the ones that stuck or mean? Well, it's kind of about um, 
memories or moments that are being thrown at us at life and that some of them stick and some of them don't. And obviously the ones that are the most impactful or the most beautiful, they are the ones that stick. And also my paintings, the process of my painting is about like the abstraction of our memories and how you can't really obviously remember every single part of every single thing that ever happened to you even the memories that stand out the most you can't remember all the details so what does really stick out the most realistic in your memory and why yeah and I really love this concept because I know you and I were kind of talking about it when you were prepping for your talk and it is interesting like There are moments and times that stick with me that are kind of small and they seem not important probably to anybody else. Like it's, it's, it's small moments. Like it could, it's something that's coming to my mind is me riding my bike down Winnetka from our house in Montreal and just like hearing the rubber tires hit the asphalt and feeling the breeze across my face and just having this Mm -hmm. very free feeling Mm -hmm. at that moment in time, Mm -hmm. uh, just where I was in life and everything around that time. That is a nothing moment. Right. But it is, it is stuck with me. Right. And I think that that's, what's the most interesting thing to me is that I initially, you know, you you think that these moments that stick with you are going to be really big, impactful, stereotypical moments, which those are. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that they ca- the they catch you off guard, ones that you just are not expecting, you know. And it's those everyday little things where the world or another human or nature All of a sudden just touches you. Yeah. Just you make contact with something that is other than yourself. And you're like, whoa. And it's like the world kind of pauses for you. Right. And I find it very fascinating that those beautiful moments can be big and stereotypical. Kind of like I said, like your wedding day or Mm -hmm. like your child taking their first steps. But also it can be riding your bike down Winnetka. Yeah. And I, so with my artwork, I'm trying to show the things that kind of stick with me or that have, you know, stuck whenever that I think could be really impactful for others. And one thing I really liked that you, you said in your talk and and you, you pretty much alluded to throughout is that there is no standard of beauty. There is no, this is beautiful and this is not. Like we all have these beautiful moments that catch us and it looks very different for every person. And I love that because everything in our society tries to tell us what the standard is, Mm -hmm. but beauty is undefined by a group. Mm -hmm. And, And one thing that I said was that I think maybe a way of defining beauty is that beauty is in the memory of the beholder Mm -hmm. because the typical phrase is beauty is in the eye of the beholder but to me that makes beauty only visual right and I think that for a long time obviously beauty is something tied to looks and physical appearance but I rather 
say that beauty is actually attached to those impactful feelings that you were talking about. You initially described, you know, riding your bike down Winnetka, but then you said, and I had this feeling of freedom. Right. And so you get, well, and it's the sound. It's the, that whole memory, like the sound of the tire, yep. you know, like you're saying, it's not just visual. It's, it's all these memory. senses from yep. the memory. Right. And then honestly, as I was preparing for the talk, that was kind of the end sort of, of what I was trying to get across. And then I realized that, um, all of these things were attached to some sort of feeling, even if it wasn't like an overwhelming thing, it was, they were attached to feelings. And I, I just realized that, um, that quote from Maya Angelou Mm -hmm. that says, People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget the way you made them feel. That feeling is, I'm sorry, that memory is very extremely, almost exclusively attached to impactful feelings. And that we are inhabiting other people's memories by the way we make them feel so I was looking at all of this from like an outward perspective you know like Like as the person who has the memory right yeah and that you know I make this artwork because these things have impacted me and therefore stuck with me but then as I was realizing that they impacted me because of a feeling and that memories were attached to feelings well then I realized well, crap, how am I making people feel? And am I creating, am I the one in their memories? Because Mm. I had made them feel a certain way. Are you the one that's sticking? Right. And it just, it's, it's powerful because, I mean, I didn't really plan. We obviously didn't plan for that to um, tie into like what we did today with, you know, going around and sharing just a little bit of joy you know but those are not what we did today was not some big giant grandeur thing with the cookies and milk right but you know that was hopefully just a little small snapshot that brought some joy to someone and hopefully was a could be a snapshot in their memory and we and then the way that I tied all of that to chain reaction which was the theme of the conference was that, well, if you make someone feel that way, well, now I've changed, I've either, I've created a memory for them. Mm -hmm. And then they probably feel differently now and are going to proceed into the world differently to then impact someone else positively. Right, yeah. And then the second way that I tied in chain reaction was that memories are something that hopefully we talk about and we share and we as human beings have a power to keep alive and so I also find that that's really interesting that you know memories can die or stay alive and be passed down Mm -hmm. and it's only if we decide to to keep them going or not it's it reminds me of again I'm referencing David White the poet that we mm-hmm. always reference, but it's like that one, that one talk that we listened to with him where he was saying, it's extraordinary how much dies with a person mm. that there's no one else like 
any of us, right? Because of our perspectives and the things that we've experienced, even if you grew up almost in an identical lifestyle as someone else, you have different perceptions of things and you've had a different chain uh, of react uh, of events happen to you in a different order than somebody else, Mm. even if they were similar things. And so all these things die with each person. And that's why Mm. loss is so great. Like we, we Mm. have this really great loss whenever someone leaves us because it's, it's, it's irreplaceable. This person held a space in the world that only they held. Mm -hmm. And so exactly what you're saying about, about our, our memories and what we carry, we, we can choose to let them live Mm -hmm. on or pass away. And I think that's part of legacy, right? Like Mm -hmm. our grandparents or people that have touched us. If we, if we remember them and the things that like anytime I lose somebody that I care about, to me, the best way to honor them is to really think about the ways they impacted me positively and how I can carry that on throughout my life. And inhabit. It's like you yeah. inhabit their memory. The feeling that To they, keep it alive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, as you were talking, I was thinking about your grandfather that you like revered so highly mm-hmm. and that his big thing that we always talk about is that he just did little thing, little tiny kindnesses to people. He really saw people. He really took the time to look at people, make them feel special and seen. And I feel like you carrying his memory, you then do those things. You start to behave that way. Or you at least aspire to. Yeah. It's something you're trying to do. And then, because of his impact on the world and his memory, now your impact on the world is different. You're starting to leave a different thumbprint on the world because of his memory that you're carrying around with you. Right. And then it's just crazy that that, the way that all those little tiny kindnesses, you know, affect someone else to cause them to move forward differently. Right. And what's so crazy is that we're, we have the power to like change the tapestry of like someone's memory. Like as they look back and talk to their children or grandchildren, like are we one of the stories they tell, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and it's, it's not about getting recognition. No, 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 our, no, 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 no. I, I'm not yeah. saying that you were saying that I was just clarifying that it's not about getting recognition as an individual for being in someone's memory, but it's exactly what you're saying. That chain link reaction that because I have this feeling you gave me in a memory. Now I'm carrying it on Mm -hmm. and I might share it with someone else that could also take that feeling. I'm talking about positive feelings, but it happens with negative feelings. That's right. All the time. All the time. And that it's going to continue, right? People, people carry these things. It changes their perception. It changes the way they approach things in a positive or negative way. Right. And so what I loved about your TED talk was that, because, because it was also about your art, your beautiful, nostalgic art and how you encapsulate memory and you keep memory alive through art. Like maybe, maybe a moment someone would have tossed aside, you encapsulate in this, this piece of art that is kind of not forever, but more permanent. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you, it's that whole aspect about your art. But what I really love is that you kind of had this call to action at the end that was like, you inhabit, 
someone else's memory. Mm-hmm. What type of memory are you leaving behind? Mm-hmm. What and type the, and of the, feeling are you leaving behind that they're going to carry forward? And the danger, which, or the caution, maybe better word, is that, you know, is realizing that we inhabit other people's memories and have an impact, but also that it's not just in the big moments. It's oh. all the, it's, it's usually the, the tiny ones. Yeah. And so I think that was like the kind of second part of the call to action is that also like be, be aware in all the little tiny moments because actually our journeys and our memories are not made up of just big stereotypical moments it's the everyday little things you're getting a cup of coffee somebody looks at you a certain way you either let someone go in front of you or you don't or you're or someone paid for your drink ahead of you at the coffee yeah shop I mean or, like it's all those little things so we we can't really I know that we all have bad days and we're not always perfect and I'm not saying we have to be but just like a call to be a little more aware that in all of the little moments in our lives, we are making an impact and, and others are making an impact on us and we can choose to carry it with us or not. Yeah. And the we negative can stuff or not. Yeah. So, well, and, and it's like, I think the stereotypical things it's people think, Oh, you know, graduating high school, mm-hmm. graduating college, my first job, marriage, having a baby, retirement, dead yeah yeah (laughs) which those are all really big (laughs) moments but that's not our journeys oh no it's not not even it's such a small percent and one thing that I didn't go into into the TED talk because they're timed um was that I found it really interesting as I started studying a little bit more about memory and stuff that we've talked about on the podcast that we've done our uh whys Mm-hmm. Our Search for Our Why, which is a book by Simon Sinek. Find Your Why. Find Your Why. And Amanda, why don't you tell us how he tells us to find our why? Yeah, the the very first thing he says is to recall your earliest memories. Your earliest memories, wh- which ones stick out to you? And if you guys listen to the Amy Jo Martin podcast episode, she talks about how she sat with Simon Sinek mm-hmm. and he asked her that question because she wanted to find her why. And she remembered uh, skiing the black, di- her dad took her to ski the black diamond f- for the first time and he guided her the whole way through it. Mm-hmm. And and a that powerful really, that really stuck with her and it was right. it, it ended up being her why that she wants to help guide women specifically through the black diamonds of life and business. Yeah, and I'm sure that when she went up that ski slope or when her dad took her when up there, he didn't think, Oh, I'm about to define the purpose <laughs> of my daughter's life. But the truth is that that's how powerful memory is. Right. And memories that impact you are in everyday moments that when, sneak up on you. Whenever I did my Find Your Why, uh, so in the book, which guys, we highly recommend this book, but in this book, it asks you to partner with someone that you trust who doesn't know every detail about you because then they're, it's not, you don't want them to jump to conclusions like they think they already know something, but that they're, they also care about you and want to help. And what they do is they're taking notes and he has a whole 
way that that they take notes and everything but you are supposed to share these poignant memories like you have to kind of do homework before you meet with the person right and talk about these poignant memories your earliest memories and when I did that when I did my homework for that to meet with my person Mm -hmm. it was the craziest stuff that I was writing down when I'm and I mean like random random tiny one of the things that her and I talked about for so long was about when I was like I had to have been seven or eight and my dad took me on a father-daughter date to the Galleria OMG and took me into a journal like a paper goods store bought me a journal and told told me I should write my own I Love Lucy episodes and I I don't know what it was about that moment and that store with him I can remember everything about it how it felt what mm. how, what that stores like not the details kind of like what you were saying whenever right, you how paint, your, your memory abstracts it, and yeah, holds on blurs. to just certain important parts yeah yeah but all these like little important things that's such a small him and I went on so many father-daughter dates mm-hmm. this one just it stuck out it stuck out it was something that her and I talked about for so long and that's the, that's what the interesting thing is about what we're talking about about memory you just, it's these tiny, seemingly nothing moments that are defining us well, in certain ways. Yeah, and I it, I keep saying the phrase like, the world stood still or like, the waters parted or something. It's like, you come into contact randomly with something other than yourself that feels so much like yourself. Yes. You know? Yeah. And you're just like... I don't know what that was, but it impacted me and it has now stuck with me and it's going to change my present and now my future. And I think that it's really important for us to try to be aware of those things and hold on to them. And well, and also and the other the other side of that coin, too, is being reflective and the, the things that you've held on to that really hurt you, like totally. really hard memories that were difficult Knowing that you've got to do the work to let those things go mm-hmm. so you're not carrying them, right? Or, and take and take from them what you need, you know, because they impacted you for a reason. And I mean, I mean, like, don't carry them into that feeling into another situation where you make someone else feel right. that way. I didn't finish like that a thought. Ba- like a bad chain yes. reaction. Yes. Right. Totally. So it, just as much as it's a positive one. It, it can also be when you get reflective with your memory, you can find some very negative ones that you've oh, got to hundred percent. You've got to legitimately work to not bring those into the next situation, those feelings. Right. And so, yeah, I, your, your Ted talk, obviously I've been your best friend <laughs> forever. And so, and I knew about your artwork, obviously I've been a part of your process in a lot of ways. I've been your subject a lot of times, but <laughs> yeah. it was, it was such a great talk. And it, I think, you know, someone could have gone up there and just talked about their artwork and, you know, con- conceptually about it. And, and you did a little bit, but you, I really love that you kind of turned it into a call to action for everybody and, um, to really think about what, how do you want to be in someone else's memory in the little moments? Yeah. So highly recommend you guys listen <laughs> and watch the, t- the Ted talk. We're going to link oh, it on our, 
on our Instagram at Haley and Amanda. And we'll actually, try to play clips. There's even a little. Um, there's a little. T- hat tip to the podcast oh in my gosh. the TED Talk. Y'all, I snuck it in, y'all. I was, I was sitting in the audience because there was no, like, they had us all spaced out in this auditorium. There was hardly anybody there because it was COVID. Mm-hmm. But I went to support you, and I'm, like, sitting there <laughs> in the dark by myself, no one on either side of me for for seats and seats. And she mentions our podcast, and I was like, this girl is giving free advertisement. <laughs> Had to do it, y'all. Talk. Had to do it. So I, I, I appreciated that, too. Well, thank you for being a sticky noodle. You're the stickiest of all the stickiest ones out there. I mean, if you were a noodle. <laughs> You'd stick. You'd stick. You're done. You're done. Um, okay, guys. So thank you for listening. Next week, we have a really actually this whole month we have really great episodes getting ready for christmas coming up in the holidays um we are going to do our first like live filmed episode for the week of christmas episode (laughs) and i'm i'm saying it out loud which means i have to edit it i'm scared i'm scared to do it yeah you just said that because i'm making it real Mm -hmm. but i'm very excited we're going to be putting that up on youtube and make sure if you do want to give to Feeding America yes. to give to my Venmo account, which is at Amanda-Page, P-A-G-E-3. And we will make sure at the end of the month to donate that full sum to Feeding America so we can together as a community mm-hmm. do something good for the people who really need it um, during this time of year. I love it. And also be sure that you're following us on Instagram at Haley and Amanda. We're going to post some fun videos this week to and get you in the get spirit. Get in the Christmas spirit and y'all share some, even if you're not into Christmas, just share some good, joyful spirit. Yeah. Make an impact and live purdy. Live purdy, y'all. Yeah.